Oh, look at that. It's like an ad for a fucking weight loss center. Before and way before. This guy ever stopped breaking balls. Yeah, what I said, Tom. They're like an ad for a weight loss center. Before and after. <laughs> before and after, indeed. My name is Jim Scampoli, and I've seen every episode of The Sopranos. But I've not hey, seen Grandma. every commercial. How come you God damn it. But I've not seen every commercial featuring <laughs> members of the Sopranos. God, it's like a commercial coming in yeah. and cutting you off. Yeah. But yes, this is Cut to Black, and my name is Jacob Burrows. I've seen every episode of The Sopranos, and I'm here to sell you Swedish newspapers, much like Polly Walnuts will get into it. This is a weird one. We missed you. You surely missed us. Uh, it's been a while since we did an episode of this podcast, Jim, but you know what? There was something that happened. It broke. It broke the internet. It yeah. was it was a commercial at the Super Bowl, and the internet was broken. And this was maybe two or three months ago. I was going to say, I, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah. only so two we're months like, late, but <laughs> well, to be fair, we started reviewing The Sopranos like all really late as well. So this is we're kind of on the ball in this. One, I would actually like push back on that because we we I mean yes, we did a podcast on The Sopranos well after Sopranos was done, but. Now I feel like we 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 beat the rush. We beat the rush of Sopranos podcast, but that's a whole other story. So basically, what we're trying to say is we're gonna re- we're gonna review, uh, uh, commentate, just uh, sit back and relax and watch some of our favorite actors from the Sopranos doing commercial work, which must be pretty lucrative. I imagine. I imagine they're making some good money. Uh, Tony Sirico for sure. Uh, but I guess we'll just start right right off the jump here with the uh, the referenced Super Bowl commercial. Actually, before we get into that, because I had to. Well, I mean, you're you're for people that don't know, you're not in America. You're not yeah, American. Gross. You're from gross again. You're, you're from Sweden. You live in Ireland. What is yeah. the what even is the penetration point of the Super Bowl in general? Obviously, you're aware of it. But is it something that people even put on, uh, like, where you're at? Or even, like, have an interest, passing interest in? Well, it's on in the middle of the night. for That's, the, Yeah, for, of course, yeah. Like, and it's, like, Sunday night to Monday. So it's you, you either have to be really into it or not into it at all. Most people are not into it at all. Like, we do, like, it's American football. Like, even people are, like, people are into sports. It's kind of a niche thing to be into. Like, imagine... Uh, I know it's hard to grasp, but like, imagine if like cricket was just uh, uh, the the thing your friend was the most into. You'd think it was a bit weird. That's how people feel about American football. If you're in, if you're that into it. Um, but I do know people who stay up all night uh, and watch it, and like maybe take the Monday off work or uh, or work tired. Um, but yeah, you, you have to have that dedication. I do know people who do it. So instead of like when when someone uses the analogy like. When they're discussing something like a big event, they're like this is the Super Bowl of the Sopranos. You know what I mean? This is the the series finale. This is the Super Bowl of the Sopranos. No one says that, huh? They just say this is the World Cup of. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, I, I said it as a joke, but I guess Eurovision is our Super Bowl, which is pretty depressing. Is that with um, the weird bands? Is that the weird thing yeah. where all the bands play? That it's I mean, funny because it's something... such a. There, 
there's such a disconnect as well. Yeah. Like you have no interest or understanding yeah. of that, and we have very little uh, I honestly, understanding of the Super Bowl. I didn't know even of it as a thing until there was like a Will Ferrell move Netflix movie that came out like a year or two ago that was like about a fake band in that thing. Yeah, but that's just saga of fire saga or whatever. Yeah, so pretty good. But then yeah, I had to message you. I was like. You see this fucking commercial, but of course I'm forgetting that. Like, of course you didn't see the commercial. You don't know what I'm talking about. And I had to explain there's a Sopranos commercial. But anyway, let's let's just play it here first. Um, well, I am on I am on Twitter, so like I would know. Like, you see people comment on it, right? Because most uh, most people sure. who are big on Twitter are in the U.S. and they're talking about. They're talking about the halftime show, you know, they're talking about the commercials. Like <laughs> I hear the commercials. They're actually they're bad they're the like game. leftovers. I like yeah. the leftovers better than the the turkey dinner. This is all con like I have no context. I just mm-hmm. grasping at straws here. Yeah, go ahead. If you're just listening to the podcast, this is yes. just the intro. <laughs> but yeah, is... you've probably seen the commercial, right? Yeah, you've probably. Seen, I mean, and I, I guess from you know the the word is that David Chase did, you know, get his ass off of his sacks of money and uh, <laughs> went to go shoot this commercial. It's just weird because. I mean, because, uh, well, famously, David Chase did shoot the the intro to The Sopranos. Like, he just got into a car with Gandolfini, started shooting all this stuff, driving from New York to New Jersey. It's fucking iconic at this point. But also, I'm cynical. So even though, like, I get, I remember reading online or the reaction from a lot of Sopranos fans, I get it because it's kind of new Sopranos, even though it isn't. But everyone's so excited about it. But I'm a cynical person. And even, like, I'm also a uh, devotee to the altar of David Chase. And David Mm. Chase is a very cynical person as well. I mean, if you know from the Sopranos. So my initial inclination is to be like, fuck this bullshit. (laughs) You're selling an electric car. Go fuck yourself. I mean, that's what I get. There's the cool part of, Oh, it's Jamie Lynn Sigler. She's, you know, assuming she's playing Meadow here. We'll let it play a little bit more. Seeing all the sights. Well, these are different, but Satriellis. First ever all electric Chevy Silverado. So yeah, and then of course we do have AJ, which is nice. They do have the goof where she parks the car first time uh, without issue. So there's like fun references, but again, I'm kind of a asshole, I guess, because I'm like, fuck off, stop trying to play to my goddamn emotions and my nostalgia to sell me a fucking electric SUV or electric pickup. 
Yeah, I mean, it's great to see AJ looking well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, this is going to be the the theme throughout our whole episode here, talking <laughs> about various commercials, because they're all like, I'm a very, like, I, I can't stand watching commercials, to be honest with you. Like, ever since growing up, I've never been able, I don't understand people who leave their TVs on during TV shows, and then they let it play at, like, full volume during commercials. Like, first uh, of all... Yeah. We don't need to do that shit anymore. But even when growing up, I'm like, how would you, why would you subject yourself to this willingly? How would you not have ad blocker on your web browser? That sort of thing. Um, but yeah, so I'm, I'm very like cynical when it comes to commercials as well. And obviously this is uh, a commercial, but it's, it, it's fun. I get why people enjoy seeing it uh, at the start, uh, especially. It is kind of goofy when it just cuts and we see this car and it's like, like fucking Tony Soprano would ever drive this shit. <laughs> like <laughs> well, no, any I of mean... these all-American mobsters would be in these electric vehicles. <laughs> well, th- I mean, that's the fun thing to think of is that the to think of the argument Tony would be getting in with Meadow when she wants to buy yeah. an electric vehicle, and he'd have like some silly thing <laughs> where he'd mess up he'd mess up a word or some sort of technology, and he'd also like accredit it to an Italian person or something. I'm uh, like, uh, you know, the, the America was built on gas cars, like some bullshit. So, I mean, it's fun to think of that because, yeah, I, I don't think initially maybe he'd come around, but I don't think initially Tony would be all like, yeah, let's get an all electric vehicle, maybe a hybrid. Well, the only way this commercial would really make a splash with me is if they uh, went with the intro from like season one and we have the twin towers in there then i'd be like wow they really they really did something there (laughs) that was kind of out there guys but at least they stuck to their vision or whatever as it is they're they're hawking a car it's cool to see the sights and everything um but yeah that's 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 about that so yeah but people have started saying stuff even like you know this like seeing it as part of the canon you know they're they're pulling up at insane yeah but yeah go ahead yeah No, they're pulling up at uh, the place, right? They're pulling up. At the I place? don't think they're pulling up at uh, the. I guess maybe they are. Holson's. No, not Holson's. What the hell is it? God damn! I should. It's know like this. a shrimp there. Yeah, because no, they're at really they're see. at Baja's Fish and oh, okay. Lobster. Uh, okay. Just seems like you know. It seems like they should have. Even if they didn't, like this definitely yeah. should have been a reference at the end, right? Yeah, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, it is. It's uh, it's Holston's, right? Ice, uh, ice cream shop and restaurant. Yeah, Holston's. That's the home to the most iconic scene of Ron. Unless that, but I don't think that's Holston's. At least looking at this commercial, because maybe uh, Holston's doesn't have a electric vehicle charger <laughs> across the street, <laughs> so they had to they had to improvise a bit. I mean, last time we saw Holston's was in Many Saints of Newark, yes. right? It didn't look like that, but that could just be, you know, that was a long time ago. I don't actually remember the exterior from the the show, um, but either way, you know, yeah. it, it well, should be. It should be that. I mean, there were, yeah, you're right, because then people started saying, like, this is canon. This shows that Meadow's now running the family. Uh <laughs> Or it, a lot of people are like, this is better than all of Many Saints of Newark. And people are pretty harsh on Many Saints of Newark. I mean, we haven't really yeah. checked back in on that yet. And I feel like um, history, it, I, I feel like history is going to prove 
that people are incorrect on that because I, I think people are very quick to forget the reactions to the Sopranos finale as well was not as celebrated as it is these days. Uh, again, I'm not saying it's on that level. I'm not even saying it's like as good as the show because I think by design a movie wouldn't be as good as the show. Uh, but I think once people can settle down some of their expectations and revisit it, it's a very it's a lot better than people are acting. But that's a whole other discussion. Um, yeah, that's actually a whole we could do a whole episode yeah. on this. But many saints, uh, yeah, like it, it, it. People haven't turned to the positive on it yet. Uh, I see a lot of negativity on it, and it, there are definitely things that could have been improved about it. But overall, I, I do still think it's a good film. Um, and maybe it's the cynical na- nature that we mentioned, like. I came in expecting it. I had so low expectations, you know. That's that's, that's true. Just how how you, I roll. So it, if people come in thinking they're going to get the Sopranos, sorry, you're not going to get the Sopranos. Yeah, if you listen to our, we had like two different lead up discussions with the trailer, and we were pretty like, uh oh, how's this going to be? But we also yeah. were discussing that this trailer is not the movie. It's not going to be the story. Whatever, we'll get into that. Uh, let's <laughs> let's get on to the next commercial. <laughs> Let's keep it going. Now, yeah. there are people you're going to see. Wait, 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 wait. Sorry, before we move on, I think we have to rate these. We have to rate these. Ah, uh, I, okay. My suggestion is between going between, oh, but on, and like 100 boxes of ZD. Maybe zero Ooh. to 100 boxes of ZD makes more sense. So, but I oh, think, but on. Oh, yeah, because it's like, oh, but, but can't sometimes you know? you'd be like, oh, but on. It's so, okay. Yeah, no, you're right. We'll, we'll keep that as, well, there's going to be a middle one. Because um, even though I'm being, I'm being, uh, I was being kind of tough on that commercial we just watched. I still like it, but I just feel like I'm being. Uh, although commercials are manipulation and by uh, design, I just feel like I'm being manipulated by that commercial. What about Goomba to Gooma? Oh. I, I don't know which one's positive, <laughs> but <laughs> uh, I just feel like we need three options. Well, no, but then I'm just gonna run the. I'm gonna ride the fence and everything. You know what? I'm gonna give it a. I'm gonna give it a Goomba then. Goomba's the bad one. Okay, <laughs> let me make a note of that. The bad one. Well, let's have. Uh, let's okay. do either one. We'll do either a Goomba to Gooma or Omadon to uh, 100 boxes of ZD. Okay, I'm gonna. I'm gonna rate it. I'm gonna rate it. Or we can um, give it. You know what? We should have figured this out beforehand. Uh, we can we can give it a, you know, we could go a scale of one to five boxes of ziti or one to five gobble ghouls. I'm gonna ho- go ahead and give it thirty seven boxes of ziti out of a scale of a hundred. Um, but, but you so, know, you, you can always get deeper in the hole once you start. <laughs> once you start let, borrowing ZDs at the table, like boxes of ZD, which are a thousand dollars each, then you, you, you can always go deeper in the holes. So Thirty-seven seems like a lot, but we can actually go a lot deeper. I'm gonna keep mine a little bit more simple on a scale of one to five. I'm gonna give that a three out of five <laughs> gabagools. You know, I'm not yeah, even gonna, I'm gonna do change gaba- my rating system with each commercial. No, so. I'm gonna do it. I don't want to do gabagool because I hate when everyone makes that joke. So I'm gonna okay. do. I'm just going to go, yeah, three out of five boxes of ZD for that one. So it's the middle of the road. Okay, let's move to the next. <laughs> I'm going to give it five gumas. <laughs> yeah, and I gave it 37 boxes of ZD. I'm sticking to it. Got him. Yeah, he's clean, boss. Now listen to me, Duck. I have an associate that met with uh, an unfortunate accident. So now, again, this is where cultural differences are going to come into play. Because you don't know Affleck, the Affleck duck, do you? <laughs> no, I. So to me, so you gotta to be very viewers, confused. 
to the listeners at home, um, there's a wait. This isn't. This is a goose, right? This is a. Uh, yeah, well, but I think I, I think it's commonly known as the Affleck duck, though. Now I don't okay, know. But it, this, this is not the Affleck. You're telling me there's an Affleck duck, but what we're seeing, and I have to like, if you're listening on the podcast, we do have a video version of this on our YouTube channel. Yeah. You can search for shows which you know uh, on YouTube. But so there's a there's, someone grabs a an animal and drags it into a, a car and frisks it. That's I mean, where we're it at is so the Af- if you Google Affleck duck, that's the Affleck duck, and we do have to call. Okay, out- what is the Affleck duck? <laughs> Because that's what I mean. Because you were talking about trying to guess these commercials, but I feel like with the cultural difference, you're, you don't. I you thought know. for sure. I thought 100% <laughs> you were talking about Ben Affleck. Um, no, Affleck. What is Affleck? Affleck is like an insurance company. And okay. uh, are they insurance? I believe so. But like, see, there's you have to kind of know a little bit about this. Yeah, it's insurance. And they have okay. this mascot, which is the Affleck duck. And we do have to call out who just recently passed, Gilbert Gottfried, uh, was the voice of the Aflac duck. Now, this could right. be after he did get fired for it for like having a 9-11 joke. So this might be after his he was fired, so it's an impersonator. But just to set context for you, yeah, this is the Aflac insurance duck. And apparently he's going to get uh, pulled into a car by Frank Vincent. Aflac! Aflac! Got him. Yeah, he's clean, boss. Now, listen to me, Duck. I have an associate that met with uh, an unfortunate accident. While he's been incapacitated, somebody's been paying him cash. Now, is this your doing? Aflac? Now, if I met with some such accident, would Aflac pay me? Nice. This is your stop. Find out what Aflac can do for you and your family. Aflac? At Aflac.com. What do you think? Okay. (laughs) So... First of all, I preferred the no context of like having no idea what the fuck was happening. Like I kind of prefer that. Also, they run an insurance company and they're doing a Sopranos themed commercial. Like, yeah. do they not see how that's a bad idea or or how they need to lean into it more? Because there's so much in the mob stuff about, uh, you know, insurance scams. Shouldn't that well, be part of it? I guess it's kind of part of it. I don't know. You're right, but also kind of every because obviously almost every one of these commercials or pretty much every one of these commercials is going to be playing off of like an Italian mob stereotype. But your insurance is extra egregious. But like almost any brand, you could be like, do these do these people understand what they're saying about their brand? <laughs> Where they have a uh, mob guy like strong arming someone. But you're right, insurance yeah. is almost like particularly egregious. I don't know when this came out, but maybe this was. I mean, it looks fairly high quality, like fairly recent. But I was gonna say maybe it's during the more uh, risque mid aughts where things were shock jocks. <laughs> Yeah, maybe. Uh, I think it was in 2013, according to IMDb. Uh, uh, Frank Vincent was in an Aflac insurance commercial. Actually, he's in a lot of these. Um, But this is pre-cancel culture, right? (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So you know, it's got a it's got a goose in it, or a duck. Is this is this a duck goose? Duck duck goose. I mean, yeah, no. I never even thought about it until you were like, this is a goose. I was like, oh, shit, that might actually be a goose. But we've all known it for decades as the Aflac duck. This goes back, again, this goes back pre-9-11 with Aflac when Gilbert Gottfried was the voice of it. 
Well, you know, I could be wrong. You know, I think of ducks like like the the little the like little a, ones, not the white ones. Like a green but when I head. Google duck, yeah, yeah, that's a duck, right? What? Is, I feel like this is a goose, but you know what? <laughs> We're getting off. Yeah, I mean, I guess the ugly duckling <laughs> came into a goose. So what are you gonna do? Well, I have a particular uh, stake in this because uh, my girlfriend is racist against uh, geese um, <laughs> because. One time when she was, well, actually, she hates swans for this very reason. But one time she was young, she was attacked by a goose. But she told me it was a swan, and that's why she hates swans. Uh, uh, so she's actually a racist, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. um, classifying uh, She doesn't listen to this, so it's fine, even though she's on it uh, sometimes. Uh, yeah, so anyway, what was my point? Uh, this commercial is great. I actually mm-hmm. love it. Uh, it's got him talking to an animal, so for me... That's uh, that's gonna be a, a a real gooba of a commercial. Yeah, I'm gonna give this. I like this one a little bit more, and I like what you're saying about it. Be I I kind of like the edginess of insurance uh, sure. doing a mob style commercial. So I'm gonna give it a three and a half out of five boxes of ZD. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just laughing at this whole concept of what we're doing. Like, well, the many saints of Newark came out. What's next? Yeah, what else we got? <laughs> now, this is All right, like... On to, on to the next. It's hard to get, gauge if this kind of counts or not, but it's like a long promo for like launching HBO Max. So I don't know if it's technically since it's HBO, but anyways. Sure. I don't know how true this is, if this guy really kind of gave them the idea for an HBO streaming service. Not really. So, sorry, if, if you're listening at home, we're seeing yeah. loads of text here about someone tweeted the idea of having an HBO streaming and thing. He and he bought the URL, takemymoneyhbo.com, and he was like, what right. would people pay for a streaming service from HBO? And everyone started tweeting about it. But I've never heard this before. It kind of blew up. So now they're bringing in the big guns. What did this J kid say? HBO, take my money? Yeah, big balls, huh? <laughs> We'll take it, all right. This kid's obsessed with HBO. That I understand. And he's blabbing about it all over the Twitter? He's got over 160,000 hits. He's viral. Is that contagious? We get in, we get out, we get paid, okay? Okay, but if he gets slippy, it's good night, Jakey. That's kind of why I built the website. When HBO contacted me on Twitter, I was thrilled. Guys, what is that? There he is. Yeah, Jake Caputo. (laughs) Can't get a freaking interwebs. You hear you like to give money away, Jake. And we like money, Jakey. I can't believe you guys have actually heard of me. Yeah, we heard of you. Your balls ain't that big now that we're here. Honey, Jakey. No. We're here to take your money. Give me your wallet. There's not much in there. What's this? How much we got? Here, for the subway. Leave me alone. Hey, Twitter man, I'll be seeing you. So, I mean, if they really did that to you, it would just be extra uncomfortable. Like, I mean, obviously this is like a stage commercial, but I'm sure there's elements of it where they surprised him. Um, 
But I mean, I guess I would think it's cool, but then I'd also be like, all right, what are we doing here? (laughs) Oh, I didn't think he was surprised at all. I thought it was all all part of it there. That would have been actually uh, better if they did that, but I just assumed that wasn't part of it at all. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, this guy with uh, 1,500 followers apparently tweeted about how HBO should have a streaming show, and they decided to uh, turn that into the marketing of their streaming service. Oh, do you Um, look him up yet? So he only has 1,500. Is there at least a tweet? Actually, I guess we'd have to go back far. Does he even still t- uh, tweet on that account? Well, I went to take my money HBO.com, which was on the screen there, and it says three years ago I launched Take My Money HBO.com to tell HBO how much we'd be willing to pay for a standalone streaming service. Within 48 hours, 163,000 people came to say, "Take my money, HBO." Now, H- this is an ad. Just this is just an ad. As so well it's for all HBO, fake. So. Like this, everything, well, I mean- every element of it's fake. No, look, someone's going to tweet stuff like that every minute of the day, right? It's yeah. not It's not like they, over at HBO, were like, whoa, we'd never thought of that. You know, it'd be more <laughs> like, hey, a bunch of people are crying out for this thing. Let's incorporate it into the marketing of this thing we're already working on to make the thing. Uh, you know, it makes sense. I well, actually, I don't mind this commercial. I like seeing our friends hanging out. It feels yes. like weird fan fiction, you know? Yeah. Uh, they're just being weird. They're talking about Twitter. You know, yeah. we, this is the kind of st- stuff we see on on Twitter when it's like, oh, Sopranos, if it was now, like, it's just a little fun little glimpse. Yeah, I don't mind it. I agree. Although so- sometimes and I mean, it's not their fault. I don't want this to come off like I'm blaming them, but sometimes it's tough. And it, it it's not just the Sopranos that does this. It's every property you've ever liked in your life these days. But it's tough now seeing uh, in some cases, like seeing them extra old. And still trying to like put on the old swagger, <laughs> and I mean I don't mm. mean to be ageist here. And again, we're big fans of Cobra Kai, so I'm kind of a hypocrite. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. Sometimes it's like I don't want them to always wheel them out and be like, "Do the thing, come on, do the thing again." It's like just let him. That's uh, true. Let him fucking let this let this poor man live. True, though I suppose I mean Paulie's looked old forever. Uh, you know, True. he's just got, got one of those faces. I was watching Braveheart recently and was like, "Wow, Mel Gibson really like he didn't look old, but he looked like pre-old. Like he's already had all the creases in his face that have have since deepened, obviously." And similarly, Paulie, I don't feel like he, you know, they they I don't think they look bad, but I do get where you're coming. Yeah, from. no, I don't think they look bad either. It's just I think it's just because it reminds me of my own mortality, and that makes sure. me uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> and it reminds you that they don't like this is their life now after the show. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I didn't really. Sure. Well, I mean, even though I didn't, it's kind of fun. I'm still going to give it two out of five boxes of Zedia. It's probably my least favorite one so far. Cool. I'm going to give it two boxes of Zedia as well. But as you know, my skill goes to 100. So it's a slightly lower score. <laughs> That's pretty low. Oh, here's where we're getting to your territory now. Hell yeah. Now, tell me, what is Afton Blada? Afton Blada. <laughs> Uh, this is like me trying to say Super Bowl over here and getting it wrong. Uh, Afton Bladet. Ah, Afton Bladet is a newspaper. Afton Bladet. Afton okay. uh, just means evening, and Bladet is like the paper. So it's like an evening paper, um, and it's one of the most uh, sold papers in Sweden. And mm. here we go. Here's an advertisement for it. So that's w- so they're already. I mean, well, I guess I was gonna say why are they even advertising them, but Coca Cola still advertises. It's like everyone buys yeah. Coca Cola. This is great. (laughs) 
je celé nesnáv. Gabiš? I think I got the message. Now, this is pre-fake news era, so, I mean, this would be tough to sell these days. A newspaper uh, advertising that they're strong-arming small businesses to push <laughs> their news. <laughs> yeah, it's a good point. Would you describe what happens in it just for the oh, podcast Oh, yeah, listeners? for the podcasters. It's, it's just classic. I mean, and it's even better to me, at least... Uh, as an American, it's even better that it's just in a Swedish shop somewhere of a newspaper yes. I've never heard of because it's just, you know, regular, like, uh, a small shop. And then, of course, Polly just kind of storms in and starts throwing all the other newspapers off the shelves, dumping racks over as he's throwing <laughs> the Aftenbladet uh, all over every rack. And it's all about the what's it say? What's the headline here? So what they were doing, and I, it's not really apparent from uh, the ad at all, but I looked into it. Uh, what they were doing at this time, this was in 2009, yeah. uh, Blood was giving away Sopranos DVDs oh, wow. on Wednesday. So what it says on screen right now is collect the Sopranos with your purchase uh, get your first DVD free. So I don't know if it, I, I guess it wouldn't, they wouldn't fit a whole season on a DVD, right? But it was kind of every Wednesday, there would be a Sopranos DVD that you could get. And it was like 50, like it was like five euro, $5 or whatever, like to, mm. to get the thing. So you could collect Sopranos DVDs exclusively through this uh, newspaper deal. That's actually pretty legit. Uh, but yeah, yeah, so he yeah he puts all the these papers on the shelves, tapes duct tapes one to the window, and then leaves because he's given them the picture. But there is a follow up as well. There's another one here. Yeah, let's do it. Let's see it. You're doing nice. Yeah, go buy yourself some new clothes. It is funny because now, yeah, it's all. And I guess I see the DVDs now. They're packaged in yeah. with the papers, but that's the whole shop is all the papers with the Sopranos DVDs. And now Paulie yeah. comes in with his suit on and gives him some U.S. dollars. <laughs> this this was the first thing that came up when I searched for Sopranos commercials. I was just so shocked because you hear them like speaking Swedish at the start of the first one. I was like, wait, what? And then I didn't even realize it was an ad for the newspaper. I thought it was like a Sopranos ad or I was confused until I looked into it. But the reason I love it is partially because I'm Swedish, uh, but also it's the thing you said that basically around the world, as we consume media, mostly American media like this, we kind of get these images in our head of like tropes and things like that, like the mob character, the Italian mafioso, all these things are created through us consuming media. And then here, just like you said, it's so absurd to have him walk into a news agent in Sweden, like in a small town where the look on this guy's face is great as well because everyone's just kind of looking at him confused but kind of going along with it. So it's kind of like, much like The Sopranos brings excitement to our life, Paulie's just going to show up in your life right now like Sopranos DVDs do on fucking Wednesdays and just bring this thing. And I don't know, I, I, I just think it's a great clash of things uh, happening here. Like better than a duck. It is fun. I do I do like this one. You know what? I will give this one, well, both of these, I'm counting them as a series here. I'm going to give sure. them four out of five boxes of ZDs for sure. Probably my yeah, favorite gonna, ones so far. Yeah. 
Uh, I'm going to give them 100 Lodol med city, which would be Swedish for boxes of ziti. So that's the highest rating I can give. But the exchange rate is not great. So don't try to convert that into dollars. I did pull up a news article that where they sort of shortly interview him. Obviously, in Aftonbladet, they're going to make a news article about their own advertisement. Fucking genius. Yeah. Um, but they were talking to him a bit. Uh, and he said that, you know, everyone... He said, Polly, sorry, Tony said, this is a quote, and I'm loosely translating. He was like, yeah, forget about Tony uh, Sirico. Everything's about Polly these days. Everybody <laughs> loves the character, fans, police, even people at the FBI. Ha, ha, ha. I added the laugh. Yeah. But basically, yeah, he's, he's, he said it's great to be in Sweden and playing Polly again. Uh, and he said, the only word, the only Swedish word I know is Aftonblad. It's Tony Sirico says and laughs. <laughs> um, and then, <laughs> let's see. Uh, there was a description. Okay, this is from the text of the article that says, Tony Sirico seems... Uh, uh, really similar to his character, both in his behavior and his sense of humor. When he was introduced to the man playing the shopkeeper, he burst out, I don't want to be friendly with that fuck. <laughs> like, off camera. And then it says, like, in order to make the scene as believable as possible. Uh, but I was just laughing at him being there on location, saying, like, I don't want to talk to this guy. <laughs> He's in character. He's uh, ready to go. Yeah. Exactly. And then uh, someone happened to mention to him, and he loves boxing, he, they happened to mention to him that professional boxing is not a thing in Sweden. And he dropped his hamburger and started gesticulating wildly, saying, get the fuck out of here. Sweden's a socialist country, right? Don't get me wrong. You Swedes seem okay, but I don't see no big shine of happiness over your eyes either. Um, Jeez, and that's, it's getting real. That's it. <laughs> yeah. No boxing, um, you socialist. <laughs> the only other thing is that I, there's a sort of behind the scenes photos. It's funny to see like him wearing what looks like three jackets where everyone else is just like in shirt sleeves because it's probably oh, too cold yeah. for him or whatever. Yep. That's kind of funny. But that's all I have from that article. I, I as I said, 100 Lodo Missidi from me. I love it. Uh, let's see. So we got another one here. I think this is a Frank Vincent one. Can I help you? Maybe we can help you. We're here to offer you protection. Oh, well, we've got all the protection we need. Oh. oh! Thanks, but no thanks, fellas. Oh! Miller Lite cans have a taste protector lid. With a I was actually thinking, I was like, why is he saying Miller Lite is protection? But I guess... Well, this is the on. beer commercial, is yeah. it? Special barrier to block out that metal can taste and lock in that great Pilsner taste. Let's muff the flow with this guy. Oh, thanks. Oh, the taste. Uh, so just a lot of misunderstandings are happening. Now, one thing is I, I don't think I've ever been like, ah, man, the can of of uh, that the beer's in is messing up the taste. So I guess that's mm. why the taste protector can didn't really catch on because it's not something I'm that familiar with, the taste protector lid. But... Yeah, it's just a it's just a comedy of errors as be, as they're saying stuff like, "Hey, we're gonna mop the floor with you," while he's mopping the floor, and he's like, "Okay, fellas." 
Uh, I don't, you know, we don't have to keep trying to punch these up, but <laughs> literally just have him punch him at the end, and yes. it's much funnier. Like, it's such an easy thing. I know maybe you don't want to put violence in your commercials or whatever, but come on, show a little fucking balls yeah. here. If you have a, if you're gonna do a thing about uh, extortion or whatever, like have him punch the guy at the yes. end. It's funnier. And you know what? I'm just gonna. Uh, this is of no. Shame on Frank Vincent. I'm also going to give this one a two out of five boxes of ZD. But it's mostly because you have Frank Vincent and they wasted him on like whoever wrote and came up with the idea yeah. did not execute. So like, we can quickly It's move also on. like, imagine if you were selling this beer. Like this is clearly a new feature, the taste protector lid. <laughs> if someone was like, hey, we're going to offer you protection, you... It's just not naturalistic in any way. Going like, "Hey, we have all the protection we need right here in the lid." In the You'd be <laughs> like, it doesn't make any doesn't. sense. I I know it's a commercial, so it's you know you can make people act not like humans, but it's not how any normal person would react. You can build a situation where their response actually makes sense to a certain extent, but uh, it doesn't here. Yeah. So what do you give it? It's zero ZDs. Yeah, no ZDs. ZDs. It's a total goomba from me. All right. We're moving on here. Oh, here's actually this is a good one. This is a a old school Netflix commercial. Everyone knows oh, Netflix nice. these days, but at the time this is pre-streaming, and you had to kind of explain to people that what what it was with discs in the mail. Right. Why, Jimmy? Why are you still not renting your movies from the Netflix? Come here, sit down. It's easy. Make a list of movies you want to see and get your first DVDs in the mail in about one business day. Oh, it is easy. Shut up. Keep them as long as you want. Send one back in a prepaid envelope and they automatically mail another from your list. Late fees? Forget about it. No late fees. Shut up. There's a movie waiting that's, for you at home. You know what? That's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the lady's wrapped in a carpet. It's even funnier because he did murder, like, Someone that was at his mom's retirement home and like wrapped her in a carpet, I believe. So it's uh, even a better reference. It's a nice use of the envelope where he pulls like this the way you'd pull out your money envelope from your uh, shirt, uh, your jacket pocket. This is a fucking A plus commercial. I mean, obviously, with hindsight, Netflix knew what they were doing. But even at the time, you have to be like, wow, great use of Polly, great use of the gangster motif. Mm hmm. This oh. is a this is a goomah for sure. Uh, yeah. Like I take this commercial out on uh, Saturday while my wife's at home. <laughs> yeah. Definitely, it's a it's a good one. It's got that nostalgia factor as well, kind of because it's weird seeing a commercial for Netflix that is about this, uh, which obviously would not have been a thing internationally, as mm -hmm. you can imagine with international mailing. Can you imagine? Oh, um, yeah. But yeah, it's uh, pretty cool. So it says DVDs out at the time varies by program. Three out, seventeen ninety nine per month. So you know, people complain about streaming, uh, about how much it costs, etc. These days, people hiking up prices. Seventeen ninety nine for three DVDs. We're doing better now than we did back then, at least. For sure, and also, like I think, back to the commercial is uh, it uses the theme well. It uses uh, the gangster thing, but it also is informative because this is yeah, mm. this is the days of video rentals blockbuster late fees garbage like that so i think it does it, it paints a picture four and a half out of five boxes of zd yeah but do you not like want to have a cool light beer now with super <laughs> yeah. enhanced taste you know 
Like, I feel like if anyone who's a snob about beer will just drink it out of a glass anyway, so what are you talking about? Yeah, but no, exactly. Whatever. Uh, yeah, this is a good one. This is a good one. It is weird how far we've come. This Because this doesn't feel that long ago to me. Uh, when I signed up for Netflix, I did have discs. I did have the mail discs for a while. Mm. But uh, that just, again, that just shows that uh, our own mortality is creeping every mm. day. Here we go. Uh, another commercial. <laughs> Let's watch yeah. another commercial. <laughs> Here we go, Michael, Imper- Michael Imperioli selling tequila. What happened Hell to yeah. tequila? These days, it's all velvet ropes and posturing. I don't know about you, but when I drink it, I really like to kick back and be myself. Oops. So what he's doing there? He's at. He's at. They're trying to say that this. Uh, I forget what brand this is. The eighteen hundred tequila is better than Patron. He's throwing shade at Patron. This did not work out well. And be myself. Oops. 1800 tequila changed the game. I mean, I guess it, the good thing about it, I don't know if you know tequila that well. It's not like I'm a, I don't know tequila that well either. Patron is more expensive. The 1800 is much cheaper. So that's good. Okay. That is good. You're going to have to give me some background here. What's this about velvet ropes? What are they talking about? Well, because if you look at that, the bottle he kicks over, that's a bottle of Patron. And yeah, I guess it has a little, uh-huh. like, you see how it has like a little rope wrapped around it? I didn't know it was a velvet rope or whatever it is, but like, how much is a fucking bottle of Patron? Although so in these days with inflation, who who could say? Oh, inflation, Jim. With the inflation, um, I don't think this is a Sopranos commercial. If we're being honest here, you know, it's a Michael Imperioli commercial. He's in it. Um, yeah, but why fine. is he in it? He's in it because I know. Sopranos. I know that's why, but I just yeah. mean. Usually they make him, I don't know, collect well, an envelope or something. They throw something in there, uh, which makes it a Sopranos commercial. I'm not saying that's necessarily better than this, because either way, you're just having him be there b- because of the allure of the star power, etc. But at least they're, I guess they're not making him do the thing that we were talking about, like parading yeah. him around in the same way. So better or worse, it's not a good commercial anyway to me. Uh, it's just him talking to a camera and it's kind of boring. That's cool. 1800 just poured me a shot. What can your top do? <laughs> Nothing. 1800. <laughs> that one's kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of funny. So what's happening is I guess this thing has a, a shot thing in yeah. its a cork kind Which, of, so you can pour a shot. Okay. I, had, I so, had bought these bottles before and I never, I didn't, well, I mean, I knew it before now, but I, I, it took me longer than it should have to realize they had those tops. But back to what you were saying, I do give them credit because they aren't leaning into, yeah, the mafioso thing, but they are in a way, like, that's why he's in a suit. Like, he's supposed to still have, like, the, he's supposed to give off the energy of, say, like, the Dapper Dawn, like a fucking John Gotti, without being like, hey, give me the tequila over here, you know what I mean? Like, oh, where's the tequila? But but you're right. Like in a weird in a weird way, even though I don't like the ads, except I like this one a little bit more. Uh, I give them more credit because they are uh, not leaning into it as much. Yeah, I actually like. I mean, I like this one a lot more. You heard me laughing. Um, I think in part because it's like they have Michael Imperioli, Imperioli on there, but they're not just like. Not only are they not just using him for Sopranos references, they're also using his comedic timing and delivery. Like, that's what makes it. And in a way, that is what makes it worth 
like having a simple commercial, you know, rather than spending 30 seconds doing a bunch of shots and, and story and complicated stuff. It's just like, hey, we have the time to tell one joke well, uh, and we're we're going to do it. So, you know, as far as as far as these goes, uh, not so bad. Not so bad. Yeah, I give the first one one and a half out of five boxes of ZD. I give the second one three out of five. I give this one a, I give the first one an oh maron and this one this one gets an oh maron so it's <laughs> yeah, kind of like yeah, a little better it's getting more positive it's not great but you know it's better Don Tony you, you want to see me Vincenzo I've decided it's time for a change the family is ready to take on a new member <laughs> the boss I don't understand I thought this family only uses stack of two. Still not. It is stack of two. Stack of two ephedra free. It's the world's strongest fat burner and a new ephedra free form. So now Stacker two, I remember I would watch wrestling in the early 2000s and they were always advertising Stacker two. And actually the guy that's not Tony Sirico and not the guy he's talking to who who like puts the bottle on the table is a wrestler. It's Bubba Ray Dudley. Uh-huh. And, yeah, apparently it's some sort of fat burner slash, you know, I, I assume nowadays banned substance. Yeah, it looks dodgy as fuck. <laughs> like, even just looking at the the label, like, a fat burner does not sound like that. Yeah, that sounds like it's going to give you some sort of disease yeah. or make your heart, heart stop immediately. <laughs> yeah, dietary supplement. I mean, it's a good use of the of the uh, gangster motif, I suppose. I like that he calls him a stunad, uh, which I, I, I might mean the R word. I'm not sure. Um, but I like that he calls him a stunad. I like the use of it. Don't love the product, um, but so I'll probably give it like a two and a half out of five boxes of ZD. Tony uh, Sirico, um, he's just in a uh, hundred of these, isn't he? <laughs> he's like in he's so in many all, ads. he's in everything. This but the kitchen guy, sink. he must have been making so much dough off ads. And yeah, we were almost kind of talking about it before we started, but I I can't blame him because it's not like I don't think he's ever positioned himself as like an actor with a huge range, which is fine. He plays to his strengths. So he's going to be in mafia movies. And then, of course, if they need this part in a yeah. uh, commercial, he'll do it. Now, I don't extend for whatever reason. I don't extend the same uh, respect to Vincent Pastor, who played who plays Big Pussy. And part of mm-hmm. it. Actually, let me pull this. Out. I was saving it for later, but let me play it now. And this is actually fairly recent. And I fucking hate it so much. OK, um, great. But hold on, I actually got to change browsers here. Uh, where was no it? worries. This is actually going to be a, a commercial break yeah. in our commercial episode because I'm going to go ahead and recommend that <laughs> it, whether you love our, our Sopranos commercial breakdown or not, uh, you've probably listened to the podcast up to this point and would really love any and all uh, reviews left at Apple Podcasts. Uh, we we have a few new ones since oh, last. Yes. And uh, uh, I'm just going to read one out here. This is from... Uh, Stacker 2 um, The it's five stars and the title of the review is like a conversation with pals um, and they say I love Pada Bing for its loving attention to details I enjoyed talking Sopranos for its insider stories to a degree but these two guys are so comforting to listen to and they hit the right mark on analysis and opinion uh, 
with a personality that works. Yes. Great concept with a veteran and the noob. Well done, guys. Five stars. Question. Burrows? What kind of a Swedish name is that? <laughs> Fill us in. Got Thank em. you so much for the review. And you did get me. Uh, Burrows is my dad's surname. My dad was born in the UK and lived there for a large part of his life. And now I live in Ireland just to keep Jim confused. Mm -hmm. So that kind of that kind of solves it. But thank you so much for those kind words. And uh, if you want to get your review read out, please do leave it on Apple Podcasts. Thanks. Yeah, much appreciated. Thank you. Uh, but yes, let's get to the Gabagool. Oh, no. Oh, no. I <laughs> thought you were just using a phrase like, let's get to the Gabagool. Like, let's get started. This is something called the Gabagool, yeah, but it's ghoul like, like the monster and it's a Halloween thing. Yeah. Okay, great. Let's do it. Hey, it's me, the Gabagool, and today I'm going to teach you how to make these Dietz and Watson hoagie bites for your Halloween guests. But on, this is friggin' delicious. Now, <laughs> this... I'm sorry, Jim. How do you not like this? <laughs> I hate it. I hate it so much. It's, it's, you know what? It's one of the most racist things I've ever seen in my life, maybe. Okay, uh, great. So, Vincent uh, Pastore, he's, he's dressed up uh like in makeup with pointy ears and he's a ghoul i guess and that's yeah. kind of the bit here he's the gaba ghoul i think this is actually fairly recent i think this was within the past like halloween season where, where this ad campaign rolled out and maybe i'm being presumptuous but i feel like um tony circo would never <laughs> he would never do this that's for nothing for the makeup but now so. i'm sorry say it again I, he would just wouldn't sit for the makeup. You know though, what? Right? Yeah, I maybe he would be the gabagool, but he would just come out in his tracksuit or whatever. <laughs> he just gets so yes, he'd be in the tracksuit. <laughs> now I the so we haven't finished it yet. The reason I like it is that it's it's just so crazy it could work. <laughs> like it's so dumb that I come back around to liking it. But you know what? I don't want to speak too soon. Let's play it now. You gotta chop them into little pieces so your guests can enjoy them. See what I'm saying? Here you go. Tasty hoagie bites. I think there's more. Hey, it's me, the Gabagool. And today, we're going to make Halloweenies. And the key to a scary good weenie is the dog. And it's got to be Dietz and Watson. Their dogs grill up plump and juicy. And they got all kinds of choices. There's a weenie for everyone in the family. Also, the bun must be perfectly... What's with the freaking vet? Yo! Give me back my weenie, you rat-faced piece of hot dog stealer. What do you think? I think there's one more after this. I think all the spots are in a line here. But what do you think so far? Well, so far, it's obviously amazing. I don't know what it's an ad for. Uh, I guess hot dogs or a brand of hot dogs. Yeah, it's just a um, brand of, like, meat, I guess. Dietz and Watson. Mm. Great. Hey, it's me, the Gabagool. How you doing? Halloween is all about snacks, but in my house, we don't give out no candy corn. Only the good stuff, like Dietz and Watson Landjägers, and my personal favorite, Dietz Nuts. No one could uh. resist a handful of them. You dig where I'm coming from? Gino, is that you? You're stealing from the kids again, huh? Well, take these nuts and get out of my kitchen, you gavone. Do they really sell a product called Dietz Nuts? Is this all yeah, just apparently. a joke? No, I. It's a real company. 
and they sell nuts and they do s- they say Deets nuts on them. Um, I mean, I guess this it's for is the kids. terrible. <laughs> I've I've gone back around now. It went on for too long. Yeah, and I was like, I mean, what the fuck does this? What is what is being a go- What does being a mobster have to do with Halloween? And because it's just because Gabagool yeah. is the only reason he's in this. The thing doesn't have anything. Like he says, like he calls the he calls the bats rats or whatever, but it doesn't yeah. have anything to do with the mob theme or anything like that. It's just like, hey, here's some hot dogs. Yeah. Why Gabagool? Um. Oh, actually, you know what? I got to go back to this other one because this yeah. guy. I mean, again, like to people that don't say no. Like this, this dude will not say no unless this is Tony Sirico again. But let me see. I think this is also a Vincent Pastor commercial. Oh, like what that. are you doing? What are you doing? Wise guys don't carry the money in a wallet. He carries it around in a wad like this. What is that? This is the broccoli wad. It's tough. It's made of silicone. I mean, I think this is obviously maybe a remix, but uh, <laughs> this is a real this was a real thing. And it's like a local commercial. I think someone well, this did th- is see this is okay so if you're listening to the <laughs> podcast it this looks like it's filmed I don't know <laughs> yeah. on like a one of those flip out like it's like a camera it's a dedicated camera but it flips out a screen you yes. know like a camcorder yeah. it's filmed on a camcorder basically and then I was just I was already like what the fuck is happening with this video quality and then it started being remixed but this seems like some show moho fucking version of this I guess well, is it an ad for money or no, it's really bands? called like uh, unless, unless this is a goof, but I don't know if this is a goof. They had broccoliwad.com, but it went away. Either or yeah, even I'm sorry, I just got confused by the remixing. So it's what is it an ad for? Or maybe you know what? Maybe I'll. Get, I didn't watch the ad first. I just pulled one up. But maybe sure. it's a sketch. But even if it's a sketch, it's still kind of like you got Vincent. Vincent Pastor said yes for your. <laughs> For your small, like camcorder shot sketch, <laughs> we're, we're judging it too soon. Neither yeah. of us have seen it. Let's play the yeah. whole thing from the top. Broccoli wad, in your pocket. Broccoli wad, it keeps all my cash and cards right here. Broccoli wad, thing so small you can take it anywhere. Sure, you can take it to the gym. You can take it to the beach. You can take it to the pool. You can take it anywhere. You can take it to the beach. You can take it to the racetrack. Take it to the movies. If you want to wait, just take it outside. I really didn't feel like I was going insane. <laughs> Jim, we've watched. There's like two thirds left of this still. <laughs> okay, so first of all, I think this is the commercial. I don't think anyone would spend time editing this and putting it to music. And also, the way it's put together makes me feel like this is the product. This is the final product. Because oh, you, you know, were- yes, it is a product. They sell it on Amazon. I guess it's something that was on Shark Tank as well, which I don't, I don't okay. watch. So I didn't. If, forgive me if people already knew this from Shark Tank. But yeah, invented by Johnny Gennaro, invented the Broccoli Wad, a rubber band capable of holding cash. <laughs> Wow. But look, no, I mean this is the this is the commercial, the one yeah. with the remixing. The remixing is part of it, clearly. Yes, but yeah. that's what makes it even more absurd. <laughs> uh, and I, I I need to see the rest, but I do think my brain might melt. Yeah, so we're we're less than it. like a halfway through. If we don't have any more
reach in your pocket. Keep it. No wallet. Or a purse. You should have seen me before I got this. I was digging, digging, digging around, digging, digging around like a crazy woman, a crazy woman, a 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 woman, I mean, this was posted in 2011. I don't know if that's when the ad was actually made or not, but it definitely mm. has vibes of like, this was around the time of like, uh, hide your kids, hide your wife, like stuff like that. Yeah. So they're like, oh, auto tune. Let's do like an auto tune the news of our commercial. That'd be great. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and they were right. It was great. And you, you see, so there's the problem is, I think there was a there was a chorus there kind of. It was kind of catchy. But then they started having a conversation now. And this is where it should be like a bridge, like yes. where the music's building behind them. But they're just giving you information about the product. But in fact, what just happened is that she's like, <laughs> you should have seen me before this. I was having all sorts of problems, except it was like, <laughs> and you're just like, what is what is she saying? What is happening here? And still, we have about a third of the, uh, yeah. this left, so I'm very excited. Hey, forget about it. I won't forget. You forgot, knucklehead. I won't forget, boss. Forget about it. I won't forget. You forgot, knucklehead. Forget about it. Wise guys don't carry that wallet. Wise guys don't carry that briefcase. Wise guys don't carry that wallet. He carries around this broccoli wand. It's tough. It's made of silicone rubber, broccoli wine, it's in your pocket. Yeah, no wallet, broccoli wine, it comes in blue for the daytime, white for the night. The broccoli wine, it comes in black, it comes in great for the ladies. Oh, that's nice. Give me the check. Thank you. Here. Thank you. Pick up the dead. The broccoli wine, an offer you can't refuse. Get yours today for only $10. But wait, call now and we'll double the offer. That's four broccoli wads today for only $10. <laughs> broccoli wad, an offer you can't refuse. Oh, my Jim, God. There's four so rubber... much to unpack here. Yes. Like, yeah. yeah, there's, there's, you can get four rubber bands for $10. <laughs> First of all, that's an amazing deal. How do you get, but or you can all, ask this... how to get a free Wise Guy shirt with your order. Uh, okay, well, that one I might do. But just the... Jim, I, I don't know that we can play any more after this because that is the best one. I could, I could not, not have imagined this existed. I also know that we like playing in like little clips from the show at the start, but I'm pretty sure we need to go back and edit every episode of Cut to Black and just make this our intro music or at least use it from here on out because this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. It's a wallet. Wise guys don't use a wallet. Broccoli wad. It does Forget get cut about in your it. head. You forgot about it. <laughs> God damn. Like, yeah. that's, I don't know what it is. I just don't respect Vincent Pastor that much. I don't, I, 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 I don't, <laughs> I don't think you have to say, I don't know what it is. I think this video is enough, really. Though, to be fair, he just showed up and was like, hey, it's like a rubber band. And then they made this thing. Well, that's what uh, I, yeah. Do you think he knew it was going to be like this, or they just shot a couple scenes, and maybe after the fact, they're like, you know what? These scenes are flat. We need to spice it up and auto-tune the news with these. I think they told him, and he didn't care. Yeah. Uh, he didn't understand <laughs> yeah. what they were saying to him. But he was like, you're still paying me the same, right? Yeah. And uh, they were like, yeah, you're going to get your four free broccoli wallets or broccoli wads, just like you asked. That's the equivalent of yeah. $10, which is what we're paying you. And he was like, great, that is what I want. Awesome. Sounds great. <laughs> Man, yeah, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. Well, I mean, I my, I feel like I have to give it... It's like my my inclination is to give it a high score as a goof, mm -hmm. but uh, I'm just gonna give it a one and a half out of five. Um, 
I mean, the, the entertainment factor is fun, but I don't know how in how in on the joke they are, actually. I guess maybe a little bit. I'm still going to give it one and a half out of five boxes of ZD. I'm going to give it four broccoli wads for the for ten dollars which is a great deal you know what? i'm gonna give it eight broccoli wads for ten dollars i'm gonna sweeten oh, wow. the pot <laughs> yeah a free wise guy order jim how many commercials do we have because we've been doing this for an hour and i feel like we, this could be our like streamathon week there are so many there right? are so many you, we we got to a point before recording where you were like, wait, when do we start recording? Like, we have to yeah. call it at some point and stop looking for these because the more we dig, the more we find. Honestly, this is this reminds me to go uh, to reference my other show, Jim and Them. This is like when I do Super Bowl songs and I just had like every year before the Super Bowl, we go to each team and I find parody songs that people made. And yes, I end up just having a million of them and you have to know when to just call it quits. But I know Broccoli uh, Wad is probably the climax, but let's just do a couple more because okay. these one, let's. this is kind of a perfect, like, simmer everything down because here's some James Gandolfini commercials oh, um, for, well, I guess I'll see if you can guess what it's for. I, but I think these are sophisticated. I mean, especially in, <laughs> anything we watch now. <laughs> be, yes. There's a monkey shitting at its face. Oh, wow. <laughs> Give it an Oscar. They say the Yorkers can be demanding. But if an expectation that things be done quickly and to a certain level of perfection is demanding, well, then, yeah, we're demanding. You can't drive it, park it! He's we're a pussycat, really. We just have a highly developed sense of what we want out of life. You're flying American, right? Absolutely. We've flown more New Yorkers to destinations around the world than any other airline. And if we can keep them happy. American Airlines. You know what? It's just so great to see Jimmy Gandolfini on screen. And he does bring yeah. this aura. And it, so it's almost like jarring when they're like, American Airlines. <laughs> like, you think it's building to a better point somehow? <laughs> you think it's going to. He's going to have like a panic attack or like it's going to be like a deep emotional moment. Um, and then it's an ad for American Airlines. Yeah, or at the very least, just going to be some sort of poetic little uh, exclamation point. But then when it's like, yeah, American Airlines, uh, I, there's well, like a series of these, there's a couple more of these. Mm. But I think this is like this is what they're trying to do with some of the other actors from The Sopranos, like yeah. where they bring them in and they're like, "Hey, this is going to automatically sell our product." Like James Gandolfini could sell me anything, you know. Yes. I, I'd just be like, "Yeah, now I have to fly American Airlines," even though what he just said makes no sense. Like, just <laughs> people in a city fly the airline <laughs> that flies to this city a lot. Oh, weird. Yeah, we definitely pick our airlines with that amount of uh, scrutiny. <laughs> Here's another one. Unless I hope it's on the same one. Let me see. We all have to eat. But as New Yorkers, we have to eat well. Innovative menus, award-winning wines. We've flown more New Yorkers than any other airline. And if we can keep them happy. That's a pretty legit first class. But also, yeah, what a weird point. Like, do you think they yeah. actually have a stat where they're like, how many New Yorkers has Delta Airlines flown? But not as much as us. We've flown the most New Yorkers. 
um do the i mean the rest of the u.s hates people in new york right yeah (laughs) for the most part yes (laughs) this is the only thing that i see as a problem with this really because it's kind of like these fucking assholes are up their own holes and think the world revolves around them we like we like pleasing them. Is that going to well, make you want to buy our product? But the weirdest detail is that it's this .co.uk um, URL at the end. So are they like, is this only airing in uh, the UK? <laughs> are they, do, does, the, does the United Kingdom have some sort of uh, love of New Yorkers? Like, ah, just like us. Because, I mean, I've never I, seen these yeah. commercials before. That doesn't mean they didn't play uh here in the states but i just think it's interesting both of them had that url at the end i think that's a good question and a good call in a sense because i do think that like the new york romanticism is probably more alive in europe than Uh, in many parts of the u.s because it's kind of like the symbol of the whole of the u.s to us whereas if you live in the u.s presumably you're gonna be like oh these what like hey we're we're in a culture war we hate the people on the coasts or we hate this or we hate that and we're just like ah the statue of liberty like in the movies you know (laughs) yeah yeah it's like in the godfather Yeah, look, a microphone. Dooby dooby doo. Oh, look at this for the light. Oh, it makes it dark. Not really that tired, though. I can't really sleep. Maybe we'll watch a movie or something. Come on. What's going on? What are you doing? Jim, Jim. You hear me? So that's just, uh, he has an annoying asshole next to him in first class. Nice, spacious seats so he could just put a wall up and ignore him. So that's, you know, enough said. Enough said from that. Yeah, I'm doing some very in-depth digging here where I ended up on someone's LinkedIn where they wrote an article about working with James Gandolfini on these commercials. And I'm just trying to see, can I get out of it how, where, where this is? Okay, so the guy who worked with James Gandolfini is also, he is a resident of London, England, Mm -hmm. making me think that you're kind of on something here with the co.uk, which is the address here as well. I don't think this was aimed at Americans, which makes a lot of sense. It is interesting because, like, for the longest time, and maybe it's still similar, usually bigger stars like that were never on commercials that aired here. They were always in international commercials for whatever reason. I don't know why that is. Yeah, like in Lost in Translation, right? Yes, exactly. (laughs) I don't know if this is one of the same. This is another. This one might be a dupe, though. Let me see. Pull up with the next Uh, one. Things happen fast in New York. If you can't deal with it, you better get out of the way. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Excuse me, sir. Go ahead. How do you want to get to the Carson called it a New York minute. It's the time between the light turns green and a guy honks his horn behind you. You couldn't wait? You were late. Are you, sir? Steak rare. Oh, two steaks rare. Two steaks rare? Coming up. Bon appetit. No, no extra steak. We've flown more New Yorkers than any other airline. And if we can keep them happy... Yeah, that was the more that was just more the fast paced New York. And it's like we got a lot we got standards. I gotta yeah. I need to fly first class. I need two sticks rare. Yeah, and it's nice to see James Gandolfini doing these things. Totally or just doing anything, really. Um but yeah, I mean it's the commercials are not great. I found um I found uh the copywriter who wrote these his portfolio where it says that this is a series of tv commercials aimed at uk business travelers which makes a lot of sense 
Ah, uh, yeah, okay, that does make sense. Because, because, yeah, you're, you know what? There would be this like, uh, you know, I'm a high class businessman in the UK. I put yes. myself on the level as a New Yorker. I'm just like a guy on Wall Street over here. And they're probably flying to New York specifically, like flights from London to New York. Like that would be yeah. that would be uh, a, a good route to try to get people to book in in these uh, high class uh, business well, business class kind of seats. So yeah, this is another Gandolfini one. Oh, actually, going back to those though, I mean, I give they get they automatically get two and a half stars just for having Gandolfini in it. Oh, two and a half yeah. stars, two and a half blocks of ziti. So those get sure. two and a half boxes of ziti. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I'll I'll go with that as well. Feels good to be back. Huh? Yeah, it sure does. Oh, it's you! I can't believe it. I'm a huge fan. This season is gonna be great. Everybody's talking about it. And what a great bunch of guys you got that whole Jersey thing going. It's unbelievable. My kids love you guys. It's a program the whole family can get behind. So, is it too much to ask? Can I get an autograph, Coach Chiano? I can't take you anywhere. Ah, they gave us the old fucking uh, one-two. They, they they threw us for a loop there. So uh, this is great. Yeah, I I don't know what it's commercial for. Um, what is it? Because Rut- yeah, yeah, Rutgers, Rutgers, Rutgers football, and I guess Gandolfini. Because it's kind of cut off on the video, but he's Rutgers class of '83. But he's sitting next to Coach Greg Schiano, who's the coach of Rutgers football. Okay, is Rutgers like a school? Is this like college oh, yes. football? Yeah, that's what that means. Yeah, I'm I'm okay. almost positive. Yeah, I don't no, watch that sounds right. And I feel either. like it's mentioned. I mean, it's mentioned in um, in the Sopranos. This is where I've heard the word Rutgers before. AJ's like, I guess I'll go to Rutgers or whatever. Yes. Um. So. Yeah, I've I've heard of it. It's a good bait. It, like you know from the start what they're doing. I I'm kind of like I don't know what the thing is gonna be, but I know he's not talking to James Gandolfini. Uh, but still, you know, it's fine. It's nice. Yeah, because three boxes. Uh, okay, yeah, it's State University of New Jersey. Because I was like, I I was gonna say it was in New Jersey, but I didn't know for sure, so I did want to double check. Um, so it's it all checks out. You know what? Yeah, I'll give this a three and a half boxes a ZD out of five. I like yeah. it. And and it's it's you could tell like it's not as low quality as the broccoli uh, wad commercial, but you can tell but it's, it's a little yeah. different. But then also it's very forgiven because Gandolfini is an alumnus. Of course, he's he's given back to you know uh, those that gave him so much. Yeah. Yeah, no, it does feel like that. Except it, like the broccoli wad, I don't think. That uh, you know, <laughs> I don't think there was it was a passion project the commercial. <laughs> Whereas this, I can buy yes, like, yeah. oh yeah, you know, I'm doing it because I, I'm sure they pay me something, but I'm not really doing it for that, you know. Um, I mean, I guess yeah. How many more should we do? Should we just? Well, J- Jim, we have. Do you have the James Gandolfini "Life Is Short" commercial? Because I think that one's quite good, actually. Oh, I don't know if I have that one. Let me. And I believe it. It may have been the last one he made before he died, because it was in. Uh, maybe it was 2012. It was 2012, or. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, it it came out in 20. 20- 13 so uh life is short okay yeah let me pull this up here life is short 
Try to do something new every day. Dance. Try to dance as much as you can. Try to connect to the silence of the sea. And whenever you can, try to give your body a good rest. Once in a while, try to surprise an old friend. I'm sorry. I know. Try to exercise on a regular basis. A healthy body is a healthy mind. And learn to appreciate art. Try new things. And yes, it will change your life. What's that for? Is yes yeah, a, I, a a network? Yeah, I don't know. It's yes is it yes dot o is that a thing? Yeah, uh, yeah. So it must be like a. It's an Israeli television uh, gotcha. channel. Okay, all okay. right. That is that um, is a very good one. I do like that because initially I was like, oh, is this some sort of? I thought it was going to be like an insurance commercial or like life insurance, uh, and. Just the fact that, I mean, he's no longer with us and it's called Life is Short. I was already ready to get it emotional at the beginning. Uh, but then they have some fun bits going on with the the whole uh, the, the mafia angle. For podcasters, uh, I mean, when he's saying, like, get exercise and stuff, he's, like, chasing people with a car. You know, uh, what was what was like the main ones that you were saying? Dancing and they're yeah, shooting at someone's feet. Yes. Uh, enjoy the ocean. They're throwing a body in. Get some rest. They're burying <laughs> a body. Uh, appreciate art. They're like they're watching people draw the chalk outline around the body. And uh, surprise an old friend is really funny because it's someone getting into a car <laughs> and then he kind of puts his hand on his shoulder like, <laughs> and the guy's like, "I'm sorry," and he's like, "I know," but he's just still kind of talking to the camera. Um, so I really like the the use of mob type tropes here uh, yes. in in contrast with the the uh, the messaging. So and also it's called Life is Short and it came out in 2013 um the year that he passed away. So I, I don't really see a better uh way to end it on than this. Though I will say we I feel like we definitely have enough material for a part 2 going through additional commercials because there's heaps do. of them. Yeah. So maybe we should ask people to send in if we've missed any ones or which one's your favorite of this. And it, really any excuse to just use our new theme song for a new episode, uh, I'm excited for. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, I have at least like 10 that we didn't even get to, but I mean, yeah, we could save those for another time and maybe if we have uh, some other ones sent in, we could revisit some Sopranos commercials. This was very fun though. This is very cool. Yeah. I hope people enjoyed it. It's a lot of fun. And yeah, you can send us uh, suggestions for commercials at shows what you know on Twitter. That's uh, shows what you know, the letter U. Uh, or you can email us at shows what you know show at gmail.com. Or as we mentioned before, you can, of course, leave a review on Apple Podcasts and include what you think we should cover. Uh, both commercials and non commercial things as we kind of waltz our way into the post Many Saints of Newark uh, worlds that we now find ourselves in. Absolutely. Um, and it's a scary, cold, dark world. Uh, all that's left to do is maybe just rewatch The Sopranos. Um, so, yeah. I mean, is there anything else? I mean, I do want us to uh, play the whole song again. Like the whole, yeah, you know what? The whole broccoli wad thing and maybe break from tradition and, and just fade out on that instead of our usual but you know that's that's just me though you know what i'm I... doing a sopranos rewatch by the way i'm i'm on 
it, we, we had the episode on the feed where I was watching it with Una. Um, we're now on like season, we just finished season four. So we're not going to do an episode for every season, but we're definitely going to come back. If not before then, once we finish the show and do a like quick retrospective, uh, getting her opinion as a first time viewer versus mine. Um, but you know, there's many other things we could talk about on this podcast as well. So send us some suggestions. Absolutely. Yeah. We won't leave you. We won't leave you in this dark, uh, cold world. And you're right. I think we have to like it just ride out on the broccoli wad once again. Uh, there's no better way to leave it than that. Uh, hold on, I gotta cue it up. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I guess there's just uh, one thing left to say. Cut oh, to what's wad. that? <laughs> Cut to wad. Oh, what are you doing? What are you doing? Wise guys don't carry the money in a wallet. He carries around in a wad like this. What is that? This is the broccoli wad. It's tough. It's made of a silicone rubber. Broccoli wad. It's in your pocket. Easier than a wallet. Broccoli wad. It keeps all my cash and cards right here. Broccoli wad. Things so small, you can take it anywhere. Sure, you can take it to the gym. You can take it to the beach. You can take it to the pool. You can take it anywhere. You can take it to the beach. You can take it to the racetrack. Take it to the movies. If you want to wait, just take it outside. Take it outside. Take it outside. Broccoli wad, it's tough. It's made of a silicone rubber. Broccoli wad, it's in your pocket. Easier than a wallet. Broccoli wad. Broccoli wad. Broccoli wad, it's in your pocket. Easier than a wallet. Or a purse. You should have seen me before, before I got this. I was digging, digging, digging around, digging, digging, digging around like a crazy woman, a crazy woman, a 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 woman, a